It's Iron Brew Diet, if anyone's interested. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here with Dave. Hello. And today we will talk Film Club at the end, full spoilers on the films Red Dot, Diego Maradona, that's two separate films. Um, But before that, we're going to talk about 10 free games coming to PlayStation, just announced. Dave's going to talk a little bit about the documentary Don't Fuck With Cats, what we both will, but Dave's just watched it. And then Gardens Between, uh, the game Dave's just finished playing. Um, So yeah, let's start with the 10 free games. Right, so the 10 games are, um, starting on March 25th, 2021, Abzu. Yep, really happy with that. I've wanted to buy that for a while. Oh, I've bought and played, finished that. That's yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. And I've got. Let's have a some. Oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> enter the. Gungeon. Enter the gungeon. That's very good. Is I've it? That. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll come back to that as well. <laughs> enter the gungeon. <laughs> um, Res Infinite. Is that VR? Or... Yes. Oh, VR well, optional. I've... VR optional. I've... Yeah, I've never got into that. No, I haven't, but everyone does rave about it, so no, it's yeah. free. I'll give it a proper go. Um, Subnautica, uh, The Witness, Autobot, yeah. oh, Astrobot Rescue Mission, mm-hmm. Moss, Thumper, mm-hmm. Paper yeah. Beasts. That's meant to be good. Mm. Um, and then on April 19th, the complete edition of Horizon Zero Dawn. That's a big one. And the reckon right. there's going to be some more announcements. Yeah, this is all. Um, where does this come from? I only saw this about an hour ago. And I've not uh, read the Well, the guy mentioned it in Clankaway last month, didn't they? Hmm. And um, I think it's something to do with the... Um, not stay at home, but is it play at home? Yeah, play at home. Last year. It's pretty cool, to be fair. It's very cool. Because these aren't all, like, PlayStation-owned franchises. They've obviously struck deals with the, the creators of these. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Oh, sales have probably dried up. So, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's not they're not exactly new, new games, but it's still a top class selection, especially some of those VR choices. Yeah, they're. I mean, two of the of my top three VR games are in this list. <laughs> that Moss and Astrobot. Moss and Astrobot. Yeah, they're fantastic. The I other game, played of course. Astrobot, yeah, I actually need to put the VR in to do that. But uh... what? You haven't played Astrobot, the no, VR played. game. That's shocking. <laughs> I thought no, you'd played I it. I haven't no, finished I, I it. I played, I played the demo, but I never played it properly. I will do mm. at some point. Yeah, so there's five. Five of these games can be played in VR, which is also interesting. Um, Rezo, Infinite Moss, Astrobot, Paper Beast, and Thumper can be played in VR. In fact, I would recommend Thumper in VR. It's, it's very good. I still haven't played it. <laughs> <laughs> I played it to a point. I was like, Jesus, this is hard. <laughs> yeah. It got very tricky. The rhythm action game, instantly, and as it's free, you deserve to give that a go. It's, yeah. It deserves you to give it a go. There's on the um, on the store as well for that. There's what? There's a demo for that on the store. Mm. Yeah, there was. That's why that's where I first played it and decided, yes, I yeah. do need to buy this. Um, what else would you shout out here? You mentioned Gun Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon. Um, that's a very good game. Um, it's been a while since I played it, but it's it's all about the weapons in that a bit like Ratchet and Clank, loads of different weapons and um, enemies and bosses. I don't know if it's Is I don't it think it's down? procedural generated, but it's it's a bit like how do you say it? 
it's not like um, the Souls games, but it kind of has that kind of you're gonna die element to it, and you just gotta mm. learn to die and get better. <laughs> but um, it's a twin stick shooter. It's got that really cool pixel style. It's, it is a really, really good game. That is I pl- I, when I played that, I couldn't put it down for a couple of weeks, and then you know something big comes out, and you kind of yeah, you drift away. Don't play it. And the way I purchase games, the rate I purchase games, yeah. Mm. And never play them. Yeah. <laughs> you buy them too quick to play, Dave. That's your problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that gets your thumbs up. I'd give a thumbs up to Abzu. I enjoyed yeah. that. It's and not on the same. The Journey devs. Sorry to interrupt you then. Has it? it? It's someone who worked on Journey who yeah. spun off and made their own studio, I think. Okay. And it, it's not as good as Journey. Good experience, though. Yes, it is good. It's cool. just not on that journey level. Yeah. Or it's not on the level that I placed journeys, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I've heard uh, a few people say that. Yeah, it's good. It just hasn't got that magic. Um, the Witness, a game I gave up on quite early. Tell me, um, um, I like puzzle games. I like them to be quite uh, is it ambiguous. You know, like where, mm. where you might have to do a bit of like thinking outside the box and stuff. Um, I can't think of that one I played with the lasers and the robots. I can't think of the name, but that was the first person one that was really good. But um, I was really enjoying it. I think for about two hours. And I think what annoyed me was you could wander around the whole island and you could just wander into puzzles which were like, say, ranging from easy to extreme difficulty. And it mm. just... I was like, ah. And I'd rather it have been like a development in areas where they introduce you to each new puzzle type and then um, you can con- con- sort of kind of concentrate on the logic required for that puzzle or the patterns for that pu- Do you know what I mean? Exactly why I felt but The way Portal did it perfect. I always bring up Portal, but the way they did that perfectly and a lot of the best puzzle games do that perfectly. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it just lost me. It was too freeform. I mean, I love the open world. I think it's a gorgeous game to look at. The puzzles yeah. were good. Um, the ones I managed to do, but then you just hit a point where you're like, wow, this is so hard. Should I be focusing my attention somewhere else? So you wander off, and then everything is just really, really hard. Yeah, it's like I can't never... find the next in. Yeah, like I personally, what I didn't like about it was like you know sometimes the rules changed in the different grids. Mm. I, I never I felt if you got to the wrong point, you would never get to understand it. Yeah, yeah. If I mean? you came in midway through a learning curve, you're fucked. Yeah, and it just never had that kind of what all good puzzle games do. When you're only doing something, and you think oh, I just can't do this, and then you do it, and you're like, yes. <laughs> you literally do get to a point in the I did anyway, and the witness was like, yeah, I ain't doing this. I, I just generally can't mm. figure out why or I what the logic of the puzzle is first. So I gave up on that quite quick. Mm. So well, yeah, probably was quite quick. Two hours. Yeah. I mean, the, what I played was excellent. It's just, it got too hard for me. Yeah. I didn't know where I was going. Yeah. So that's The Witness. If oh, you that like. was it, The Talus Principle. That was the one I liked. The, oh, one the, the robot hand on the cat. That's what I remember from the yeah. edge of that one. Yeah. Very good game. Yeah, I've not played that. Um, What was the Rezo game called? Rezo Infinite? Is it called Rezo um, Infinite? I think it's called Res Infinite, yeah. Res Infinite, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's just an obscure... Flying through space to rhythm, shooting, sort of shooting. Well, you are, you are shooting like space. So you're kind of like going, flying outwards, aren't you? Shooting, I think, or and the when you hit the fire button, it's 
kind of synchronizes music and beats. Yeah. Hmm. That's it, all. I couldn't tell you much more than that because I just didn't get it when I played it. Loads of people rave about it, and he it, it did make the new Tetris game, didn't he? So I'm thinking mm, maybe good. I'll maybe I'll go back to it and get into it next time. But I'll, I'll probably give it a whirl again next three. Definitely. Uh, what else was there? Let's go back to the main image. Um, yeah, Subnautica. I know next to nothing about this. I think that's one of those survival games, isn't it? You know, like where you kind of craft. Oh. Uh. Okay, I so think, sort of just survive as long as you can. If you die, start I, again. Yeah, I, I think it is, but I could be completely wrong, but I'm sure I've seen them on the forum saying it's um, one of those kind of survival crafting genre games. Well, here we go. I can read the thing. It says, you have crashed landed on an alien ocean world, and the only way to go is down. Subnautica's ocean ra- oceans range from sun-drenched shallow coral reefs to treacherous deep-sea trenches, lava fields, and bioluminescent underwater rivers. The water teems with life. Some of it helpful, much of it harmful. Dun dun dun. See, no, I just thought that was sounded like something like Bioshock. Yeah, it does sound like Bioshock. From the screenshot, it doesn't look like Bioshock. It's not much yeah, but more if colourful. it is crafting, then I'm like almost straight out, not interested. I love the idea of those games, but the dying is too frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we've got Moss, a fabulous platforming yeah. game in VR. Love Moss. Yeah. Uh, basically, you play a little mouse. Oh, what was the mouse's well, name? Is the mouse platform, called Mouse? Platform slash combat slash puzzling. Yeah, yeah, it's more than just platforming. Um, Was the mouse called Moss? Was she called Moss? Yes. Yeah, the, the mouse is mouse. called Moss. She's a girl, isn't it? Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, mouse. Female mouse. <laughs> so I was yeah. trying to think if there's a, is there a word for a female mouse? But no, it's just mouse. Um. Well, men, men are rats. very true (laughs) Um, but yeah that's a fabulous game the thing I loved most about that was being because VR obviously puts you in that world and just being so small it's just it feels magical I love it Um, Astrobot VR fabulous love that game haven't finished it just because setting the VR up is a bit of a pain um, but yes, I've been looking at Astrobot and thinking of going back to my VR. I want to tidy all my wires up. I bought some cable tidies. Now I've taken down. Oh, I bought. I take. I've finally bedded in my PlayStation Five. It's officially nestled. Uh, the wires will go behind the telly. I took out the PlayStation Four. I took out the Wii U. I tidied everything up. Um, so I bought some cable tidies, and I thought I need to properly set up the VR now, so it's just ready to go when I want it. And Astrobot mm. was the game that was going to get me back. So yeah, Astrobot I can recommend. I'll, really um, I, I think I've got to get the VR out this weekend. Then. Yes. Give it a blast. If you do, let me know because it will prompt me to do mine. Okay, dog. Uh, then another game, Paper Beast. A game I had the demo for, a VR game again. It didn't ever play it. I spotted it in my library in the PlayStation 5 and it, it's like greyed out you can't access it on PlayStation 5 the demo which yeah. is annoying um, but now it's free so way not annoying <laughs> yeah well, I've been intrigued by that when I've seen it a few times so yeah it's a good addition mm. yeah it looks it looks beautiful it looks lots of um, animals um, wandering around made from paper I don't know what the hell you do but it looks looks like moving art I love it yeah um on the subject of... Oh, no, hang on, let's just move on to the last game. 
Um, yeah, there the game is available from March 25th, but on April 19th, there'll be one extra, which is Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete edition. So I have a Horizon Zero Dawn, but I didn't buy any of the DLC. So now I've got the DLC at my disposal. I'm going to go back. I'm, it's on my list. It's in my pile of shame. <laughs> so <laughs> it might move nearer to the top to actually play it. Hmm. How about you? Uh, it's, it's something I put a lot of hours into in the original when it first launched. And I don't know why I stopped playing it, to be honest with you. I don't know why I stopped. You've been enjoying it then. before. I was, yeah. I think maybe I was getting a bit bored with the whole constant effort to pick up um, items to, you know, create craft and stuff like that. Mm. That does great to me a bit after a while, but um, I think I might give it another whirl, um, maybe, especially with the complete edition. Will you just pick up where you left off, or will you dive back? I don't know if I've got the game save. I'll have to have a look. I might have, because sure. I don't like deleting game saves, but... It'll be in your cloud save, won't it? Potentially. Um, I do not know how all that works. I'll have a look. <laughs> <laughs> in the cloud. <laughs> yeah. Right. Speaking of my pile of shame, last episode, I said to you I was going to compile a list of games I fully intend to go back and play. Mm-hmm. I have that list. It's saved as a note in my phone. I'm now going to invite you to be able to edit oh, that yes. note. And I'm handing over. <laughs> you can help me, if not just outright tell me what to play. It's coming across now, is it? It's coming across. One sec, I've just picked your name from the list. Send, finishing up, it's sent to you. How long it will take to get to you, I don't know. Got it. You've got it, okay. While you have a look, I will read it out for the listeners. So, is that it? That's all the games you've got in your pile of shame. That's a long list. I haven't got that many hours. <laughs> Nothing compared to mine. Uh, there are there are more games I've purchased, but they're not they're not games I've finished. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go back or even start some of them. I think there's some Switch games I left off, which I'm not even mm-hmm. I've paid for, and I'm like, why have I bought this? <laughs> some of these are short, man. Have you not finished some of these short games? I probably haven't started them. Oh, it does say my play status is to the side. Anyway, let me fill in for the listener. PlayStation games. Last of Us 2, I'm currently playing that. Then I've got Control. haven't started it. Resi 7, I've got quite far. Resi 2, not started. Shame. Little Hope, started. Life is Strange 2. No, not Life is Strange 2. That's Life is Strange, the prequel started. Oh, um, yeah, that was called something else, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. You didn't finish that? No, I can't remember why, but I got I drifted away. Uh, the second South the best, Park... to be fair. <laughs> in there, it's not, it wasn't as good as Life is Strange. Yeah. Um, the second South Park... Uh, so, well, South Park 2 I've written, but it's the Fractured Butthole. Yep. Um, I haven't started that. Astrobot VR... I want to go back and finish that. Nino Kuni 2, I did start, but I would need to start it again. Because there's a Did you enjoy Nino Kuni 2? Not to where I got to. There's so much bloody dialogue and just... Sack it up. off then. Sell it. Sack it off. That's my advice <laughs> on that one. Whoa, Honestly. whoa, whoa. I do want to play it. Then I've got Immortal Phoenix Rising. I got that for my birthday. I haven't started that. Uh, Days Gone. Oh, my God. Haven't started. Marrakech, the game we talked about last week. Haven't started. 
uh, Concrete Genie haven't started, Bug Snacks haven't started, Shadow of War haven't started, Horizon, I would start it again. Tales from the Borderlands didn't finish that it. That is really good. Yeah, I wasn't feeling it. Right, then I've got Nintendo games. Uh, Spirit Fairer is the one I'm playing. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, not started. Katano Zero, not started. Hand of Fate 2, not started. Dead Cells, not started. Serial Cleaner, not sure what this is. I don't know why I own it, Dave. Luigi yeah, that's Man- the, um, <laughs> where you clean up the serial, mur- the murders after the serial killers and that, do yeah. It must have been under a quid or something yeah. for me to just pick that up based on the art style alone. Um, Luigi Mansion 3, I played a lot. I didn't get to the end. Zelda. Sorry, but I didn't put that down, <laughs> so I don't know how you haven't finished that, because that was really good. I know, it was really good, but at the same time, I did get a bit bored. I did the mm, same I with didn't. Luigi Mansion 2. It was really good, but something yeah. made me just stop. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3 was one of my favourite games. Was it not last year, the year before? Mm. When it came out, 2018, I think, was it? 2019? 2019. Um, Zelda Link's Awakening, I've played a lot, but I think there's even more to go. Fire Emblem Three Houses, I've played a few hours. <laughs> I need to start that again. Astro, Astral Chain, I didn't even start that, Dave. Platinum? Yeah. Send it me, I'll finish that for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's on Switch, you wouldn't touch it. Yeah. And then oh. <laughs> Crossing Souls, a game you raved about. Really good. I started that, but I would start again because it's been a while. Right, I'm just going to give you one now. Finish The Last of Us 2. Yep, okay. Got to finish that first, and once you finish that, I think you then do Little Hope, because that is literally five hours, and you must be halfway through that. I think so. Which point are you at? Can you remember? Um, No. I can remember it in my head, but I couldn't tell you who the characters were to explain where it was. Plus, it's a branch in narrative, so it'll be different to you. Well, in my opinion, you do The Last of Us 2, mm-hmm. then Little Hope, yep. and then you move on to Luigi's Mansion 3 and finish that up. Well, I can... Luigi's... Ma- sorry, PlayStation and uh, Switch, I can dual, dual, yeah. like, play. So, right, so chuck Luigi's Mansion in there as your Nintendo game. Okay. you those two on PlayStation, in my opinion. Okay. Well, that's what I'm here for, your opinion. So I'll okay. finish Spiritfarer, and then as soon as yeah. that's finished, back to Luigi's Mansion... Yeah. In the meantime, oh, finish Last of Us Two. Still, yeah. yeah, finish Last of Us Two. Yeah. And then finish Little Hope. That was yeah. my plan, to be fair, for the PlayStation. I need to go back to Little Hope before I completely forget what's going on, as it's story driven. <laughs> yeah. Right, and this is a feature we will revisit as I finish games. Yeah, I might have to do the same. No, actually, my list would be too long. <laughs> but you Stop could that. you could do an edited list like I've done yeah, here. I could give you three or four games. Yeah, you could give me like or at least ten. Keep a running list of ten, and every time I knock, every time you finish one off the pile, you can slip a new one in that's been itching for you to play. Okay, I'll look, in, I'll look at doing that for next um... next pod. Yeah, lovely stuff. Right, let's talk gardens between. A game you have oh, yes. finished that you told me about. It's not on sale anymore, which no. hurts. So you're going to tell me about it now. I'm going to love it I, and wish I bought it in a sale. I never even knew it had come out yet. Oh, I've got to be honest. I remember seeing it on a um, PlayStation Access. And it looked, the art style was really nice. Um, and I seen it and I was like, oh, that looks good. So basically, it's um, these two kids 
and they live next door to each other. And as you play the game, you're playing through their memories. And okay. Each memory is broken up into two or three segments, and each segment is represented by an island. So the island, you start at the bottom, which is water base, and you might you just try to reach the peak of the island, the top of the mountain, the hill, whatever you want to call it. And at the top is like a portal. You've got to get this lantern which you're carrying to the portal, but you need it to be lit. So there's these yellow flowers which light it, and then there's these purple flowers which steal your light. Mm. This it gets more complicated as you play because the mechanics are that simple. You press you press left or L2 on the analog stick to rewind time, and you press R2 or right on the analog stick to move forward through time. So when you're moving through time, there's other stuff happening in the island, like for instance, on the one level, there's a dinosaur, and its bones are at the top of the island. And as you go through time, it starts to break up and um, break up, and it falls into the sea. Mm-hmm. So you need to manipulate this so that the bones can become like a bridge fit across a certain gap. And then once you've done that, you might need to rewind it so that it's back up in the air so you can climb over its, say, spine. Or do you see what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, 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 I get it. And and while you're doing this, then there's other parts where other little elements come into play, like um, the smoke on the floor, which you can walk across, but when you've got the lantern lit, the smoke evaporates, so now you can't cross over that section. Okay. And then the footpaths split, so they're not always together. And then there's these little bells you ring, and when you ring this bell, um, time freezes for the characters, but you can still manipulate time in the stage. Oh, and this that helps good. solve other little puzzles. I was playing, I was thinking, wow, this is Tenet the game. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen Tenet. Oh, damn it. They're all like, just flopped. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's, I really, really enjoyed it, and the, sw- the story's really nice, and um, there's no talking in it, no voice acting, but it, you still get the kind of like what they're going for without that it works really well music's good so clever little when you said uh, the um oh sorry go on well no go on, I was gonna say when you say the path split sometimes so the characters i guess split as well yeah are you controlling both characters or do no, you just you take still, one they still go their own way and you so say one takes the high road and one takes the low road mm. when you hold r2 to track move time forward they'll just split Oh, so but, you, do you not control the characters? You just manipulate the world? No, you control world. time. Ah, you gotcha. You can decide on, in certain stages who goes high and who goes low. Do they have different the abilities? You play. Say again, sorry? Do they have different abilities? No, there's no ability. Well, one carries the lantern, and then the other one can ring the bells. Okay. That is it. So that would determine who goes up and who goes down. Yeah, and then as you go further, there's these little boxes which jump around, and they can carry your lanterns for you. You have to work out how you can get them to carry your lanterns for, for you past you know the purple flows which want to steal the light mm. and then how they can get you a light bulb for your lantern mm. and it's really really good and what i was playing i was thinking this is an ant game <laughs> oh <laughs> no really I, yeah i think you'd really like it the art style's nice the you know what they're going for with the story i wouldn't say like like as emotionally involved as you probably could get with journey but it do it did hit home for me i was like yeah that really mm. yeah they now they now what they went for in my opinion. Oh, nice! I've it's on. I've just looked at it on my phone, um, just to the image, and yeah. it's on my um Switch wish list. Wish yeah. list, and it's been on sale on Switch as well. I don't know if it still is. Yeah. Um, 
it's been on there, but I, I, oh, was it four pounds is cheap? I forgot yeah. why it was on my list, and I kept like overlooking it because there's so many games on my Switch yeah. that I've bought and haven't touched or even looked at. I thought I can't just buy more, mm-hmm. but um, now I wish I. Had. <laughs> it is really good, and it's like I say. I think I checked my game time, and I think it was it was over three or five hours it took me to finish. Well, that's pretty short as well. That's perfect Switch yeah. game. Yeah, the... and it never gets frustrating at mm. all. Like, you, you you might get stuck and you're thinking, God, how can I not solve it? But you just have to remember, there's only two mechanics. <laughs> yeah. Backwards and forwards, and sometimes a, a bell. And the good thing it does is it doesn't let you go all the way back to the level. If, like, if you cross a bridge and then the bridge disappears and you can't go back, then that's the game saying, yeah, that's a checkpoint. Don't worry about what happened before now. Focus on the path from here. Oh, okay. That's and, good. And it's really good. Like I was got on this towards the end. I think it was the second or third from last stage. And I was going, can't work this out. I cannot work this out. And I was thinking, three stages left. I knew I had three stages left because um, I knew there was seven or eight worlds. And I was like, can't get to a guy. Can't get to a guy. I'm so close to finishing it. Really <laughs> so I was tatting around with the auto archer, and something just caught my eye. I was like, oh. And then I solved it from there. It's just, I just really, really liked it. I'm going to have to. Look into that. You don't know how much it is now, do you? Because it's it's sixteen, fifteen or sixteen pound again now. Oh, really? Is that much? I have to check my switch when I go upstairs to see if it's on sale. Do you think the? Do you think it'd be okay on switch graphically? Yeah, I can't see why not. Because I went and tried the demo of Little Nightmares Two on Switch. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I'm glad I got that on PlayStation. Oh, I look rough. Oh, not rough, but I was so impressed with the graphics of Little Nightmares 2 on PlayStation yeah. that now seeing it on Switch, it's just a bit... It's, yeah. I think it has to look as good as it does as well, that, because it had to, adds a lot to the atmosphere, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, because I, I, I was originally thinking I'll get it on Switch, but I thought, no, I want to play it on the big screen. If I'm going to play it on the big screen, I might as well get it on PlayStation and get the graphic yeah. bump. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad I did, because you know, some of the detail was just lacking... It was harder to see things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> so, but there's nothing, you don't think I'd run into that sort of trouble on this, the gardens between. I don't think so. I'd, I'd Google it first just to be sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good but, um, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine. I mean, you don't really bother with trophies, but it is an easy platinum as well. <laughs> well, that's yeah. tempting. I don't bother with platinums too much, but I've got this one mate who um, I don't see him much now. But he um, he plays games, but not very many, not many at all. Basically, Lego games. He'll yeah. jump Probably on his um, yeah, yeah. jump on his boyfriend's or husband's rather uh, PlayStation. He just played the Lego games, and he fucking platinums everyone. <laughs> 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 and he's like, "Oh, I've got ten platinums now," and uh, yeah. and we are currently, unless he's stuck another one in. We're on the same platinums, but then he always throws it in my face that I've got. What's that uh, racing car game where you like control little tiny cars? Pixel Junk Racers. No. No, it was um, Apocalypse, but the tiny ones. Oh yeah, oh, the I've one seen we loved. Still. Yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I got three of them. I got three because <laughs> I did yeah. PlayStation. Was well, it must have been four, three, and the Vita. Vita. 
Yeah. Which is basically one platinum, but I'm not admitting that to him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, he always throws it in my face. Like, I've got legitimate platinums. <laughs> yeah, Lego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. I say that they're just the bloody Lego games. But it does take a lot of errors, though. It does, yeah, it does gall me a little bit. So, uh, so I need a couple platinums just to shore up my uh, my position. <laughs> yeah. So, easy platinum. That's interesting. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gardens between that was for anyone interested interested right now let's talk about before our two films let's talk about don't fuck with cats the excellent documentary now i watched this about a year ago um while i was suffering with covid in the room i'm in now but this bed was a sofa bed (laughs) um this sofa bed was out as a sofa as a bed rather and i watched it on my phone um so my memory of it might be hazy but you've just watched it. What did you make of it? Oh, it was brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, my missus, she was going, is this real? And all this was going, yeah. <laughs> she, just, she didn't get it, like, the way it was filmed. But um, I was just mesmerised by it. just thought it was fantastic. Not fantastic. It's grim. Yeah. The subject matter is grim as it comes. But... Um, well, let's let's set just... the premise out. Basically, some guy... Was it on... Chan? Now, what's that Chan? What's that website called? Was it Reddit or 4chan? It was better as 4chan, wasn't it? Possibly. So, um, guy posts a video of a bit of... One, cat... one guy, two kittens, it was called, wasn't it? One guy, two First kittens. Video. Yeah, a play on that one girl, two cups, I guess. Anyway... A video of what is the first video? Is it is he actually killing a cat in the first video? He's, he's, he suffocates those two kittens in those hoover bags. Yeah, that was it. Suffocates two cats all on camera and puts it on the internet and just leaves it there. And then yeah. a bunch of a community forms around it, people who are obviously appalled by it, and they form a community around it and they try and extract every little clue they can from this video to try and track yeah, this fucker down. I know, because there was nothing. I thought there was nothing there to go on. Yeah. But they fucking <laughs> dug deep yeah. and found some tidbits there. And they started to hunt him down. And then I think that spurred him on a little bit, do you? Yeah, I think she was right at the end when she says, like, it was obvious that he did. He thought, oh, people are paying attention to me. And I think, yeah. Yeah, 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 he, yeah he was attention seeker, basically. Um, and yeah, and then there's the rest of the documentary is this group of people trying to convince the police, trying to convince anyone who will listen that. They're on to this guy. They can find him without spoiling it. Um, the end of the film is is satisfying. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a really good ending. Um, but then they at the end. Oh, I can't we talk about it? Just talk about it. Just say you know if you haven't seen it. Just okay, if you haven't seen it, let me set a timer. If you haven't seen it, you can skip on thirty seconds. Let me get a timer going on my phone. Stopwatch. Right, skip on thirty seconds. Now, the end when they break the fourth wall, and they and the one of their talking heads is like talking to us, and it's like, yeah. so he's doing it for attention, and we're giving it to him. This whole fucking documentary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that, and then I felt really guilty. It's like, oh damn, because I do love all these true crime things. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I always think that. Um, is it alright to talk? Normal? Hang on. Uh, uh, yeah, 30 seconds is oh, oh. up now. 
I always think that when you watch anything based on real crime, and I think all you're doing is adding to the is it notoriety. Yeah. Yeah. And they love it like Ted Bundy, you know, before he passed away. Passed away, sorry. Oh, my God. He was executed, wasn't he? <laughs> he would have. It's a passing of sorts. He, yeah, if he'd known was making that documentary, he would have loved it, reveled in it, I guess. Yeah, I think he would. Sick fuckers. Yeah. So, but, yeah. um, oh, can we just do a quick spoiler again for another 20, 30 seconds? <laughs> okay, let me get the stop button back up. Right, 30 seconds is spoilers for Don't Fuck With Cats. Skip now. So, the ending, when you knew he was a film fan, and you'd seen all the, and then when there was like... Because when he was in the cell, and he says, can I have a cigarette? And then they zoomed in on his legs being crossed. I went, why oh, is that significant? <laughs> and then, at the end, you basically found out he was making his own movie the whole way through this, <laughs> in the mirrors, looking at the cameras, doing his hair. And I was mm. like, whole... That blew my mind. Proper blew my mind. It's crazy, isn't it? Right, 30 seconds is up. Yeah. Do you think it's better than making a murderer? Because at the time, I was like, this is up there. Um, In a way, yes, because it's three episodes, it's three and a bit hours, it's compact, it's got shit loads of information in those three mm. hours as well. I mean, fair play to whoever filmed it and made it. The, the way it's been documented in, and they've managed to get you so much information into such a small package, unbelievable. Um, making a murder season one, I would say no. I'd say it's better than season two. Mm. Um, but season one, I, I can't say it was because I, I literally, season one of making a murder, I just was mind blowing. And I've yeah, said that just so good. that, but that was. Because we don't hear about everything in America, do we? I mean, well, well, I didn't even know about that, did you? About Don't F with the Cats? I didn't know about that. No, I hadn't heard about it before this documentary. No. I wonder if it was... I guess it would have made the news in America at the time. Yeah. Mm. But um, it's just unbelievable, and especially the way he tried to deflect towards the end. Mm. And I started to think, wow, if that's true... That is, I didn't feel sorry, but I was a bit like, if that's true, that is quite appalling. And then obviously you find someone else out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's such a Hard good film. Hard to talk about this, isn't it? But yeah. It, it is a fantastic TV. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's it's uncomfortable. Don't get yeah. us wrong. I turned my head the first time with the, the first kitten killing. So I was mm. like, oh, don't show that. Mm. Oh, don't show that. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's 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 uncomfortable, especially if you're a cat person. I'm not a cat person, and I was not that I ever wish harm on cats. But no. I'm not one of those people that like dotes on them and fawns after them. But yeah, if you are, that's going to be a very hard watch. Yeah, especially with the kittens. Yeah, babies aren't they? So, but but at the same time, yeah. it's a satisfying finish. Yes, very, <laughs> and just a great, great piece of documentary. Yeah. Right, let's move on. Let's talk about the film club. <laughs> Which didn't go that well this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, well, as as talked about at the end of the last episode, when I picked uh, the prime pick, which was Diego Maradona, the documentary, <laughs> you were like, I don't like him, and I don't like sports documentaries. 
No. So um, we'll start. This is strange because with... I love sports. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought you'd be well into them. But anyway, we'll start with the Netflix pick, which was Red Dot. I watched this a couple of nights ago. You watched it uh, a few hours ago, I think. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Right. Red Dot. Go. I thought it was a bit, what's the word? Cliche at points. Is that the right way? What, formula? Formulaic. Right, right word? Formulaic, I was pronounced. I always get some <laughs> pronunciation wrong. But um, having got pronunciation wrong there. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I just thought, can we do spoilers? It's spoilers, yeah. Yeah, this is Film Club, um, Red Dot on Netflix. Full spoilers starting now. So towards the end, I honestly thought it was going to be the bloke who owned the bar and the wife. So I was right to an extent, you know, the woman who he says, oh, she's not a racist, but she just doesn't want to serve you. Yeah. I thought it was going to be him and his wife. It was their little arrangement to hunt people down. So I was kind of right. I knew it wasn't the race, the, uh, the so-called redheads. <laughs> Is it not redheads? Rednecks. Rednecks, yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling it wasn't them. It was too obvious. And I thought at the end, you know, with the start, when it, you could hear the gun being loaded, I thought, oh, they're going to get saved by them two rednecks at the end. Mm. That was my thought. Excuse me. Obviously, that doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> I, I did like it. I just thought the way they tried to unveil the twist didn't work as well as they'd hoped because they started dropping hints towards that way too late in the film. Hints you know towards I mean? which twist do you mean? The, the, the child, the dead child. And oh, yeah, yeah. Son, you know what I mean? They, they, all right, they dropped the hint at the start with the, the bloke in the the neighbour. Is it Thomas? Mm. But then when he says, I can hear him, I can hear him, and then he sees him, and you're like, all right, so he's killed a kid, and then it reminded me of that, the machinist with uh, Christian Bale. Have you ever seen that? No. That's just a brilliant film, that is. You should watch that. <laughs> and um, it reminded me a bit of that. And I was just like, eh. And don't get me wrong, I thought the ending was quite good. I thought it was going to go overly gory at one point, which, for me, when you're watching some, it has quite a nice tone up to that mm. point. Sometimes just I kind of like switch off and think, yeah, okay, so you've decided to go down this route. Mm. But um, very, I don't want to say disturbing, but very really like dark, bleak ending, which I normally really like, dark. but I didn't like that one. It like twisted and twisted back again, didn't it? Because mm. she comes back, and you think, "Oh, they're going to go for the they like fairly upbeat." Well, not upbeat yeah. because they did kill the boy by accident, but in the meantime, they've also killed one of the redneck guys. Almost yeah. killed his brother, if he was yeah. his brother, but whoever. Um. So they, yeah, awkward for them anyway. Just going forward. Um, but yeah, they kind of, she comes back and you think, okay, she's going to save him. This is a, as good an ending as it could be in in terms of like being a happy ending. Yeah. And then she gets shot <laughs> by the wife, yeah. who we haven't even seen since the bar scene where she disappears. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah, it was just really bleak. And after <laughs> all the calm with horses... <laughs> I know, I'm on a roll of yeah. like depressing, yeah. nasty films. I feel like I should ask you if you're okay, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good job I didn't pick what I was going to pick before our next, because 
I was going to pick the Hunt with Mads Mikkelsen. And I don't know what that is. Obviously, do you know what that's about? No. Basically, he's a school teacher, and a, a like a six or seven year old girl accuses him of touching her, and he's like, "I haven't done that." So then the, the town turns against him, and his best mate turns against him because it's his daughter. Mm. So obviously, oh, I do want to see it. It's really highly rated, but obviously, when I said that other film to you. You said you hadn't seen it. I thought, you know what? I'll give something a bit more upbeat. <laughs> I've gone upbeat as well. Anyone who's worried about next week's films. Yeah. Or the next two weeks of films. Yeah. It's a bit lighter. I'm going to try and go comedy when it's my next Netflix. I've gone week. comedy. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Red Dot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, the start. It was one of those films. It was a bit like Car With Horses where instantly, not instantly, but really early on I was just uncomfortable yeah and I'm always worried when there's a because uh, she well in um in Come With Horses there's the black guy in the bar yeah. I was just worried just because he's black I'm like you're in danger yeah. just because of your just because you're black and here yeah. with her being black I was like Jesus <laughs> yeah. you just shouldn't be here it's like you know you, you're in danger um, so I was worried about that aspect and and they drew attention to it. I mean, it didn't yeah. ever seem to be an issue. Like she took it that it was an issue when her car was scratched. She thought it was them, and she called them racist. I missed what it said on the bumper sticker, but I think I that think it said in subtitles it said "darky." Oh, is that what it was? Darky on board. I missed that. I was trying to read the actual bumper sticker before I realised it was in Swedish, <laughs> and then I missed the <laughs> I missed the subtitle. It's the life you of a dyslexic. <laughs> So I missed the subtitle. Um, I didn't rewind. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, they're racist. And she scratches car and calls all that shit. And then yeah. the barman at the start says, oh, don't mind her. She isn't racist. So I just thought yeah. there was going to be like a race angle to it. And I was worried. Um, and then near the end, when it got really near the end and she leaves from there and she runs away, I thought, huh, the 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 black girl is going to be the one that survives this horror. That's got to be a first. <laughs> and then she well, gets shot. Well, in horrors, it's the final girl, isn't it? Yeah, what? Yeah, but I mean, she was an, an ethnic minority and a female in a horror film situation. And she's she's the one making a run for it and going to be fine. And then it ends up yeah. with a bullet in her head and the, the white guy <laughs> survives. Well, even though he wanted to die. Yeah, I was going to say it was... The whole thing was pretty much his fault anyway, wasn't it? Mm. When you see the um, actual accident, I thought that was quite... Oof, yeah. Horrible. Yeah. I just found it a bit silly, like, you know, like... You know, like, revenge films and stuff like that, like, um, Old Boy and that, like... I sometimes, I, like, Old Boy, I know people go, well, how can you find that? But Old Boy was more interesting, but with this, I just thought... So he went to the trouble of getting to know um and all this crap, having meals with them and that, and then, I, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I didn't agree. dislike it, I just thought the way they did that at the end was too much, they didn't need to show all that. Mm. But it was a short film, and like I say, I, so it sounds silly, doesn't tell you enjoy something so bleak and dark, but I, I love killing this, but I did enjoy it, um, I just a little, I'm being nitpicky, I think, if anything. Mm. I kind of enjoyed it, it was nice to watch another um, foreign language film. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's put me off Sweden. <laughs> that and that other film we watched, Soma, Summer, whatever it's called. But yeah, 
Oh yeah, midsummer. <laughs> midsummer, that was it. Yeah. God, Sweden looks scary. Beautiful, yeah. but scary. But yeah, no, it was. It was. See, it's one of those. It's like calm with horses. I did like it, but it just feels weird to say. It's a tiring watch. Mm. Is that what you mean? Like it, it keeps you on edge, and sometimes you can feel exhausted at the end of the film, like irreversible. I, I just. Oh. Well, you mentioned that before, and I think I wanted to watch it after you described it, but I can't remember it now. But yeah, yeah, it was tiring. It was a hard watch. Yeah. And you knew it was going to be when they fucking killed the dog at the start. Oh, horrific, Boris. But yeah, Boris. What's his name? Yeah, Boris. I don't know either of their two names, the main two protagonists. But I remember Boris and uh, Thomas. Nadja. Oh yeah, and Nadja. David, wasn't it? Was it David? So I'm sure it was David. Yeah. You'd probably remember. Yeah, Nadja, I remember her name now. But yeah. yeah. Not bad for a Netflix art movie. That's the way I look at it, you know. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. I wonder if it was one Netflix just bought. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. I would say but they are, if you look at Netflix now, there's a lot of um foreign language stuff on there at the moment. So I reckon they have invested, mm. you know, to try and um make more of an impact in other 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 markets. Mm. Well, because there's a lot of stuff that over here it says Netflix original, but originally, yeah. like in America, it aired on like ABC. I think that's yeah. the case with um, Good Girls. That's yeah. not Netflix original in America, but over here it's branded Netflix original. So yeah, I I don't know if I'd recommend Red Dot to be honest. A dog gets killed. Um, it's pretty bleak. It might I'm, not be a cup of tea. That. Like if I, I know people. I wouldn't recommend it to because they wouldn't watch it with subtitles. But I know people who like who will watch, try and give anything a chance, and I'd say, yeah, watch it. Mm. Yeah, you, you're very skeptical about uh, recommending like bleak films, aren't you? You don't. <laughs> I want am. Like you don't want to upset someone. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. But if unless I loved it, but that's, yeah. there's no upside to that film. The guy wanted him to feel lost. And despair. And yeah. He thinks he achieved it in the end, but he went so far beyond. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they accidentally ran his son over. And then he went to all that effort and torture and tormented them. But killed their dog. The fact that they, they didn't hand themselves in. And when he was following them, they were still living their lives like normal people. Mm. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't show any remorse. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even so, though. Anyway, yeah, moving on. Diego Maradona. Well, it's it's a thumbs up from me, sorry. Yeah, thumbs up from me. Oh, Diego? No, uh, Red Dot. <laughs> Red Dot. I think we all know how Diego's going to go. I can't <laughs> give it a rating, can I? I didn't watch it. You didn't, you didn't finish it? No. How yeah, far did you sure. get? The credits? Um, I reckon about 30, 40 minutes in. Okay. And just... I was watching it thinking, just like, not, I don't want to say hating him, so I don't hate him, I just don't like him, and I just, I didn't find it interesting, because I'm not interested in him, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I was interested you know, in no That's got more. nothing to do with the Argentina or England thing, nothing at all, I'm just not interested in him. That's, I find that interesting, that you have no interest in him. Because he's a fascinating character, don't you think? Uh, flawed, obviously, but 
deeply. No, not just no interest in it. Just. <laughs> and the first half an hour didn't convince you otherwise. No, I mean he's an absolutely talented, brilliant footballer, and he's a flawed human being, obviously. But yeah, he just didn't interest me. Stuff like that doesn't like, like pre- I know they're not the same, but there's people who I work with, and they're really good, funny lads. And everyone goes, "Oh, I bet it's a great night out of him." And I go, "Not really, because once he's had a drink, you know, he's just a, a pain in the arse to go out with." So you didn't. You got half an hour in. No interest in Maradona, flawed character, not bothered. Nah. Um, so did you see his time at Barcelona? I feel like they covered that very quickly. Yes, 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 yes. Did you see that fight on the pitch? I know. <laughs> well, he, he actually need, he needs somebody in the face and knocked him out, didn't he? Did you see that? I, I don't remember the specific bit, but they just sort yeah, yeah, yeah. of kicks there and stunts going everywhere. There was a coach there... And, I think he grabbed him and slipped. I think he was trying to stop it. And as he turned, he just kneed him in the face and he just sent him lying there. And I was actually worried. I was thinking, oh, my God. Like, is he okay? Mm. Like, oh, like it was live. And then I seen one of the players in the, was it red and white, Seville or something like that, standing there. And then some blokes coming across the screen and fly kicked him. And I thought, holy shit, he could be dead. <laughs> it's horrific. How mad was that? Yeah. That was unbelievable. That must have been... 80s. Yeah, it would have been the 80s. Mm. God, 80s football in Spain looked insane. Yeah, Oof. it was mad. And then when there was in that interview, and the one someone from um, the newspaper asked the bloke if it was the, the local crime family <laughs> funding the move and all that. I was oh, like, yeah. holy crap. Oh, my God. And he was like, affronted and offended. Yeah. It was probably true. And I was like, yeah, but is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that must have been roughly where you dropped out. Um, I watched a bit longer after that. So him doing all his training, getting fitter, changing his tempo to his game. Do you that think, bit interested me a little bit. Do you think he ever looked fit? <sighs> Not attractive, but like no, a professional athlete. No. He's no. sort of barrel-chested, isn't he? He sort of yeah. pokes his chest and his stomach out. He never looks in shape. No. Which I found very strange. But I did enjoy seeing the footage of him, because you only ever really see his Argentina footage. Mm. Um, so it was good to see him playing in Naples, Napoli. Yeah. Um, did you see much of that? I did see quite a bit, but I, I, I was... Like I said, I knew he was a brilliant footballer, but... Mm. I just couldn't bear listening to him. <laughs> he doesn't it. speak much. There's not much speech. I know. But every time he did, I was just like, the one thing I liked that he said is, "There's a lot of lot wrote about me in the papers. Some of it's true, some of it's false." And I thought, well, fair play. <laughs> I did find the whole thing very interesting. Once he dragged Napoli up, mm. I mean, do you know what he did there? How he got like so big and famous? Obviously, he's a good player, but. What did he lead him to? Was it the first ever league title or something like that? Or am I imagining that bit? No, he took him to. He won the uh, Syria Syria A. Is that what it's called? Syria. Yeah, yeah, Syria. 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 That's it. Yeah. You know, it didn't sound right. Syria A, and then from there they won the 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 cup. They do like RFA Cup, yeah. and then they took him. He went on and won the UEFA Cup with them, and then he was like, 
I've achieved everything. Oh God, the celebrations! Did you see the footage of them in Argentina when you won the World Cup? No. Oh my God, it was mad. The people yeah, in Argentina. Jesus Christ! I've never seen so many people. For how long did he stay at Napoli for? His career. I think I don't think he got a ban at the end of it. Um, was his? I don't know if it mentioned where he went after that. It focused on his career at Napoli. I think that was what the documentary was focusing on. So he he dragged them up. And did you see the chance when he first joined there? Um, Maybe. What happened? It just really. I was going to write them down. I wish I had now. Just really derogatory chance about. Napoli. Apparently, Napoli is like the slum of Italy. It's yeah. really not a very nice place. The reason he went there is because no one else came in for him. It was obviously yeah. trouble. Yeah. Mm. So he moved there. That stadium looked. The Napoli stadium looked. Um, it was very Italian. It looked like a theatre where gladiators used yeah. to fight. <laughs> I can say like a coliseum. Yeah, exactly. That's the word I couldn't find. Just like yeah. a coliseum. Um. Yeah. Yes, he did phenomenally well, took them up, raised their profile, and then it all went wrong. (laughs) Um, He won everything. He said, I've done everything here. I want to leave. They said no. And I think back then, you were contracted there, so you just stayed. Yeah, they held your your play registration back then. Mm. So he had to stay. He had to play. So he did. He still played well, but he did want out. And he was bored. And honestly, the footage of him being famous and them literally calling him a god, putting him on the yeah. same level as Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, I can see why his ego got a bit out of hand. Yeah, I was just going to say, imagine what that would do to your, um, yeah. your own ego, that, hearing that daily. Yeah, literally daily. He couldn't, he couldn't leave his house. He couldn't go out. He couldn't go anywhere. And so he found his reliefs, obviously, through coke, which was supplied to him by that local crime family. <laughs> they got him hooked, basically. Yeah. And then they kept saying, well, we'll give you some more, but you have to come and do this, like, thing for us. So they would go yeah. and do, like, opening things and legitimising them, really, just by making an appearance. And then they give him some more coke. So he really got fucked over there, big time. I felt quite sorry for him. And even the Italy handball thing, I... Maybe it's not reported over here, or maybe I was just naive, but that whole game with Italy was just four years after that massive Falklands battle, basically Argentina mm. at war with England or Britain. Yeah. Um, so that was a really heated game, and I don't think yeah. I really appreciated that. And then, yeah, mm. so the, he does the handball, which is, it really did annoy me. But that is the World Cup they went on and won. Yeah. So they were already winning anyway, wasn't they, before that? It was what? Wasn't they already winning before the handball anyway? No, I think... That was the first goal. That was the first goal. But then he scored, like, the famous goal. The, the yeah. one that... <laughs> and they, they said... Yeah, and they, they said in the documentary, said, this game, if you wanted to get a snapshot of Maradona, this is the game. Yes, he's a football genius, and he's also a yeah. little bit of a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but that was all at the peak, obviously... And he was going through all that trouble in back in Napoli, where he's just being forced to, to play. And he had uh, a lot of affairs, which were catching up with him. <laughs> <laughs> and illegitimate children, or yeah. one, one illegitimate child, anyway. 
uh, yeah, and then uh, the coke thing, he got he got dope tested, um, and he, that's when he got his ban. And he got banned the most of players ever been banned. He got banned for a whole year, Ooh. and I think that pretty much ended his career. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the weight he'd put on. Yeah, God, he struggled with his weight. It did show some like him much much later when he was fat on interviews and he was crying. Um, in 2004, I think it was, he was in tears on an interview talking about the stresses and the pressures and how it all got to him and how he, he just couldn't control it and couldn't keep up with everything. And the, one of the coaches there who who tra- turned him around, really, when he came from Barcelona to Naples, uh-huh. um, he said there were two people, there's Diego and there's Maradona. Yeah. He said Diego's like the nice guy. You can read him and you can talk to him. And, the, and Maradona is the front he puts on to be able to perform and be have that bravado and have that yeah. ridiculous level. And Maradona took over, basically. That persona became the only one. Yeah. And it was quite sad. I felt quite, quite bad for him because he was just this kid from the proper slums of Argentina. Mm-hmm. And from 15 years when he signed his first football contract he was supporting his whole family and he did the whole time all the time did he even when he was like nowhere near them out in naples yeah so i i I really enjoyed the diego documentary i think it's a shame you couldn't (laughs) stick with it (laughs) yeah you probably did make it so more interesting hearing it from you than what i was getting from it Mm. maybe i should have watched the second half (laughs) <laughs> that's not a football pun <laughs> well actually if you watched half an hour there was another you you watched a quarter there was yeah. another three quarters to go but it was yeah. good it was really good but it hasn't it hasn't ignited a passion for sports documentaries in you no I, I, I watched the Leeds one a couple of months back um, the two Leeds ones you know when they got promoted mm. when they didn't get promoted when they got promoted I enjoyed them but that's it wasn't about an individual it was about the club Mm. and that's different to me mm. yeah I get that I've but, watched um, I've watched one of those Le- Leeds ones ones where they they didn't get promoted I've watched that one yeah Oof. yeah that was hard watch mm, I bet it was for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. excuse me shall we uh, announce our next films yes let's do it <laughs> right uh, you don't know mine yet so let's announce yours first We've gone oh, lighter. Yeah. We've gone lighter. Yeah, we've gone lighter. We've gone. Uh, I've chose um, Aquaman on Prime. Aquaman on Prime, which I assumed was going to be a shit film because it's DC. And DC. You probably will think it's shit, but I think it's probably. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. It's got great action. It's a lot of CGI, but it has to be because of the way you know it's pretty much like sci-fi fantasy uh, action mm. epic. But it, it looks amazing, I think. And um, I think, I don't know, I don't want to say I think you'll like it because you might not. But it it is a good film, I think. Okay. I remember enjoying it. So that's, do I lot. need any background knowledge to get the most out of this? Um, Like, should I have watched all the Batman, Spider-Man, not Spider-Man? No, because Superman. Aquaman's only introduced in Batman v Superman. And basically, I'll give you a quick rundown. Arthur Curry, who is Aquaman. The, you'll find this out in the film, but he is the next heir to the throne in the, oh, I think it's called Atlantis, where mm. all the people live, uh, the undersea people live anyway. 
but he's decided to live above above the ocean. That's all explained. You'll you will enjoy it. Well, okay. you will get to grips with how it's. It sounds like the little mermaids. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not saying you'll like it, but it's it's a bit it's a lot different from what I've been picking anyway. Okay, I think that's <laughs> you pick some bleak ones, right? I have, yeah. Super I do like film. that kind of grim thriller tone. You do. And your choices? My choice is Game Night. Oh, I've seen that. That's good. That is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you winding me up? You, you actually no, I've seen, seen that. That's one with um, Jason Bateman and the British girl, Emily Banks. It's, what's her name? I don't know her name, even if you say it. But yeah, she's yeah. British. You want about the is. British one? Second, she's not British. One of them in it is British. In Game Night, yeah, she's not British. She's in British sitcoms with the British. Is it Amy Adams. Oh no, it's not Amy Adams. It's um. Uh, Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, Rachel McAdams isn't British. Billy McGuinness. Rachel McAdams, am I thinking of the right person? Canadian. I might be thinking of a different person. She was born in London, Ontario, Canada. Hang on, hang on. Because I'm convinced she's British, if we're thinking of the right person. I'm on Google, give me a second. Oh, I'm thinking of Sharon Hogan. Who's McAdams? Doesn't mention a McAdams. She's in Game Hunger Games, isn't she? No, that's um, that's that's Banks, Elizabeth Banks. That's her in there. I think you might be mentioning up your films. What? No, no, because it did you this. Said game Night. Yeah, Game Night. Who's McAdams? With Jason Bateman. Yeah. It's, Eliz- it's I've got it on IMDb. <laughs> you want about the film where the couple? get together because they're both love board games and all that. I don't know. Friends <laughs> who meet regularly for game notes find themselves entangled in a real life mystery when the shady brother of one of them is seemingly kidnapped by dangerous gangsters. And what's her name? Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Sharon Hogan's in there, but she's not the main character. She's the one in the trailer and on the pictures. Yeah, I she's can't not the main find, character. I can't find, I'm on IMDb list of people who are in it. And she's not there, this McAdams. She's the main girl, isn't it? I've got Jason Bateman, Jesse Plimmons, Billy Muck something, Sharon Hogan, Kyle She's on Chandler, the front cover. Kyle Bunbury, Michael C. Hall, John Francis Daly, Lamoran Morris, Chelsea Peretti. She's in it. She's in it. Alyssa is being in it on Netflix. But she's not here. She's the main, she's the late lead with Jason Bateman. Okay, anyway, a big yeah. game night. It's a light-hearted comedy, even though it sounds <laughs> like there might be a murder. <laughs> yeah. So that's the picks. Game night oh. on Netflix. Aquaman on Prime. They're lighter. <laughs> we promise. Have you ever watched Clue? Yeah, we talked about Clue. Yeah, I was going to say, I should have picked that, but you've watched it, so I'm not going to hold it. Have you watched it recently? Oh, yeah, I did. I watched it a few weeks back. Did you? I watched it maybe a year or two ago. I think it dated quite badly. Nah, not for me. (laughs) I know some people might, there might be something there which is probably inappropriate in this day and age, but it's a picture of its time, but I love that film. 
is a picture of its time, and I know they were playing towards the stereotype set by Clue yes. the board game. But um, yeah, we watched it. I recommended it. I have a bad habit of recommending films that bomb in the company I'm keeping. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I recommended it um, to watch with the family. Yay! And my nephews I were there. Jody. Although it was a bit slow for everybody. The And just the portrayal of the, the maid <laughs> was just not oh, in keeping brilliant. with today's steps. Yeah. It's like the 15 and 13 year old boys. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> but yeah that was it is a good film but it is a film of its time but it's worth a watch just got to remember that it's um old if you want to watch a a a kind of i'd say a more improved better version of that type of film then knives out knives out for sure it's it's a better film i would say knives out yes 100 percent Oh, I thought you were going to argue for Clue for a minute because you seem to no, have a Clue's fondness brilliant, for it. But Knives Out is just, for me, it's just brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant film. Yep, totally agree. And on that note, let's end. That's a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, this was the We Don't Go Out podcast. If you want to tweet what films we should be watching, if you don't like our selections, we are at We Don't Go Out. Same on Instagram. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Oh, five star ratings, please, on iTunes. <laughs> That's what everyone asks for. Apparently, it's good to get found. So do that. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> um, no spoilers. Um, Oh, I guess I just did spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that out. <laughs>